So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In other words, God made everything. He made all the planets. He made the stars. He made this planet. He made earth. Don't want to check where we're on with the PowerPoint. Okay. So he made uh, this planet. He made earth. And he made the trees and the plants. He made the fish and the birds. He made the animals. And he made human beings. He made us. And we're told that God placed the first humans in a garden to work it and take care of it. Uh, So what kind of things do you think the first people had to be grateful for? What kind of wonderful gifts do you think God gave those first human beings? Can you think of any of the wonderful gifts that, what do you reckon, Annabelle? Pardon? God, he gave them himself, so they were able to have a relationship with God, that's right. What else? What other things did those first human beings have to enjoy? Hello? Gardens. Gardens. They had the they had the, the the beauty of creation, didn't they? they? They in fact had a whole world to explore and discover and enjoy. Any anything else? Any other good gifts that God gave? What do you reckon to Roper? He gave them animals, he gave them fruit. God gave them uh, work to do as well because they were to care for creation on God's behalf. And so uh, they had meaning and purpose. He gave them all the tree bearings, uh, tree be- seed-bearing plants, teropia, right? So he gave them food to sustain them. He made them in his image uh, so that uh, they could reflect his goodness and glory out into the world. So... So God gave them all those wonderful things. But he also gave them... We've got an escapee. That's all right. (laughs) Okay. It looks like we've got a new addition to the music team there. We'll uh, we'll sign her up. So uh, God gave them all those wonderful things. But he gave them something else that we've not mentioned yet. He gave them... The freedom to choose. That's a really good gift, isn't it? We all like making choices, don't we? So I'm going to give you some choices. Okay? And adults, you can join in with this as well. Uh, If you were given the choice, whether you were going to eat Brussels sprouts or ice cream, okay, which would you choose? So hands up for Brussels sprouts. Adults as well? We got one. We have got one. I didn't, I didn't see that coming, but uh, we do have one. There's always one. Okay, put your hand up if you prefer to eat the ice cream. Okay, almost unanimous. Okay, hands down. Uh, what about if you were given the choice between having a pet dog and a pet cat? Put your hand up if you would choose the pet dog. Straight away. Okay. Oh, and hands down. What about the pet cat? Oh, cat's not quite so popular. I think you can tell a lot about a person, depending on whether they prefer dogs and cats, but we won't go there. Um, So, uh, next choice. If you had the choice between going to the beach or going to somewhere like Movie World, where would you go? Hands up if you would go to the beach. Yeah, I think. What about, hands up, Movie World? Anyone prefer to go to... Okay, 
fair, fair smattering of people, the adrenaline junkies would prefer movie world. Okay, last one then. If you had to jump in a swimming pool of baked beans or jelly beans, which would you choose? Put your hand up if you choose the baked beans. You'd, you'd choose the baked... Why would you choose the baked beans, Harry? Oh, you go for the jelly beans. Okay, hand, hands up for the jelly beans. Okay. So, joking aside, it's nice to have the freedom to choose, isn't it? If we weren't able to make choices, we'd just be like robots doing uh, whatever it is that we've been programmed to do. But God gave us the ability to make choices. And that means we can even choose whether to love God or not. We can even choose whether to obey God or not. And now God gave a command. He said, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will die. But notice, they can eat from any of the trees in the garden. There's only one that they're not allowed to eat from. There is a choice being given. Obey God and live, or disobey God and die. What do you think they chose? Do you think they, they, do you think they obeyed God, or do you think they disobeyed God? What do you think? Disobey God. Okay, they did. But that, but that sounds crazy, doesn't it? Obey God and live, or disobey God and die? I mean, it seems like a really easy choice to me. So how did Adam and Eve end up making the wrong choice and what happened when they did? And that, that's, what, that's what we're going to try and understand today. And we're going to use three headings to help us. Sin, serpent, and separation. See if you can remember those. Sin, serpent, and separation. So firstly, sin. What is sin? Can you, have you guys got any idea? What is sin? It's a word we hear... Doing something wrong. Any other ideas? That's right. Anything else? Any? Pardon? Disobeying. Who, who are we disobeying when we sin? Disobeying God. Exactly right. So, for example, would God want me to kick the cat? No way. So, if I do, I'm disobeying God. That's sin. Uh, by the way, we haven't got a cat, and if we did, I wouldn't kick it, but it's just an example. <laughs> Uh, would God want me to say unkind and hurtful things to someone? No. Yeah, that is disobeying God, and, and that, is, that is sin. Uh, now, the Bible tells us that we all sin. We all think and say and do things that we know are wrong. But why? Why, why do we sin? What, what causes us to sin? What do you think? This is a really tricky question. I'm going to come back to you in a second, Annabelle. I'll see if any of what, what causes us to sin? Any ideas? Anger, is that what you said? Yes, that, that, so yeah, that's that part of it. Yep, Taropa. Pardon? Satan, okay, yeah, we're going to come to that as well. When someone makes you angry, okay. So some, some, some ideas there. Well, the, the Bible points at three main things that lead us into sinful behavior. The first is us. Uh, we seem to want to do things that are wrong. And that's because sin is like a disease that has infected everyone since uh, those first people disobeyed God. It gets passed down from generation to generation. It can't be avoided. Uh, we're all sinful. We find ourselves wanting to do things that we know are wrong. So we have an idea. 
and we think, that would be fun. But the question is, is it right? I mean, when I was a boy, I used to climb trees. This is terrible. I don't even know whether I should admit this. But I used to climb trees and throw sheep droppings at people, which is a disgusting thing to do. Uh, I thought that was fun, but it's not right. Uh, so we seem to be drawn towards bad choices. Uh, that's the first thing. We're all sinful. And uh, uh, we, we, we all make these bad choices. Now that can change over time because uh, Jesus gives us his Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God changes and transforms us so that over the period of time we become very different people. But that's something that happens over the entire course of our lives. This side of heaven will never be perfect. The second thing that the Bible talks about that can lead us away from God, that can lead us into sin, is the world. In other words, uh, what are other people doing? What choices are other people making? What does the world do? Have, have any of you ever seen a group of children doing something that you know they shouldn't have been doing and you kind of just joined in with it? Anyone ever done that? I think most of us have probably done that. Somehow it seems so much easier to do the wrong thing when everybody else is doing the wrong thing. And so we've got to be careful. The world around us, the people around us can lead us astray. Um, the third thing, and you mentioned it to Roper, the third thing that the Bible talks about that can lead us into making simple choices is the devil. The New Testament talks very clearly about the devil. Jesus uh, spoke about the devil. But does the devil look like that? Do you think the devil looks like that? No? Why not? What do you think? Okay, the, the devil's more human. Do you know what? We, do, we, we don't really know, but the, the, certainly the Bible doesn't anywhere describe the devil as looking like that. But we do know uh, that the devil is a real person, not a human being, but a person that is fighting against God and will do anything to pull us away from God. Now, Jesus' close friend Peter wrote this. He said, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour, looking for someone to eat up. But even though the devil is out to get us, we needn't fear because Jesus is infinitely more powerful than the devil. And in today's reading, the devil is represented by which creature? Charlotte. The serpent or the snake. And we get to see how the devil uh, led Adam and Eve away from God. So the serpent said to the woman, did God really say that you must not eat from any of the trees in the garden? So the first thing the devil does is try to confuse Eve about what God has actually said. But did God say that they couldn't eat from any of the trees in the garden? Is that what God said? Is that what God said? No, what, what did God say? Anyone remember? You can eat from any of the trees in the garden except for the one tree. The only tree they couldn't eat from was the tree of knowledge of good and evil, wasn't it? So the serpent wanted to confuse Eve and make her think that God was unfair. Make her think that God was trying to stop her from doing something that she ought to be allowed to do. Uh, but actually, there's only one tree that Adam and Eve are not allowed to eat from. Why weren't they allowed to eat from it? Can anyone tell me? 
Anyone over here? Why weren't they allowed to eat from that tree? To Ropa? No, there was another reason. Do you remember why they weren't? Why God said not to eat from that tree? Because you'd die. Because you'd die. So you see, God is just trying to protect them, just trying to care for them because He loves them. Now, when I was about twelve, uh, some friends of mine and myself, we made a zip line. I think you call it a flying fox here. There was a a farm out the back of the house and there were some trees uh, just behind the back fence. And we built a little platform in one of the trees and we ran a rope from the platform down to the ground. Uh, Now, what do you think would be a good angle for our zip line? So A, B or C, which do you think would be a good angle for our flying fox? C? Why, why, why do you say C? Well, you'll get down quicker, that's for sure. Any, any other ideas? Maybe B or A. Why B or A? You could just go straight down and you hit the ground. But if you're going from an angle from B, you'll be going to the side that way. And if you're going A, you'll be going straight. Okay, so A and, A and B seem a bit safer, and C, you're going to get down a bit too quick. Well, I can tell you, Annabelle, uh, that we thought more along your lines because our zip line looked a lot more like C. It went straight down like that. And to make matters worse, there was a bush underneath, it's a hazel bush. I don't think hazel grows in Australia. It's like a small tree, and we cut it down so there was these sharp stumps sticking up right under our zip line that looked like sea. So it wasn't very safe at all. And my dad came out, and he saw what we were doing. What do you think he said? Stop. He said, take that thing down immediately. But why did he say that? Did he just want to spoil our fun? No? What? But he didn't want us to get hurt. Exactly right. He cared about us. He loved us. And he wanted uh, to protect us. But we didn't take it down. My dad went back in the house. And we decided we'd try it out. And the first person to try it out was a boy called Philip, and he went straight, he came off, and he landed on those tree stumps. He really hurt himself. It wasn't too serious. He he survived it, uh, but it didn't end well for us, and particularly for Philip. So the serpent wanted to make Eve think that God had been unfair. But actually, God just wanted to protect his children because he loved them. And you know what? There might come a point when the world, and this is for, 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 for you as children and for us as adults as well, when the world will try and make you think that being a Christian is really boring. There's so many things, the, the world, people out there might say, well, there's so many things that you can't do if you're a Christian. Uh, if you're a Christian, you're really going to miss out. That message can come through from the world, but actually that is a lie. It's a lie. Instead of thinking about the few things that God warns us not to do, we should focus on the many, so many incredible gifts that God has given us to enjoy. And if God warns us not to do something, it's only because he loves us and he he wants to protect us. So that's really important. 
And to start with, Eve seems to understand that. She says to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, or you will die. And the serpent replies, you won't die, because God knows when you eat from it, morning, God knows that when you eat from it, you'll know good from evil, and you'll be like him. Uh, So the serpent is saying, you can't trust God. The serpent is saying, God just wants to hold you back and spoil your fun. Do you think that Eve should listen to the serpent? What do you think? No? No way. No way. But she does. She eats some of the fruit and she gives some to Adam. And in that moment, human beings chose to stop trusting God. They chose to decide for themselves what is good and what is evil. And from that moment, everything changes for the worse. Sin and death enter into creation, which brings us to the uh, uh, third of our three S's. So what was the first one we had? Sin. What was the second one we had? Serpent. And the third one is? Separation. So Adam and Eve knew that they'd done wrong, and they heard God walking in the garden looking for them. What did they do? Anyone else? What did they do? Anyone over here? Go on, Taropa. They hid. They hid. And you know, we all have a tendency to do this. When we know that we are guilty, we hide. This is unmasking a, a, an essential part of, 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 our, of our nature. When we know that we're guilty, we hide. You know, when I was in grade two, um, I got into trouble in the playground, and we used to have dinner ladies. They looked after us in the playground, and the dinner lady made me sit in the hall all lunchtime. And when the bell rang and it was time to go back to class, no one told me that I could move, so I just stayed sat in the hall. And I was there for ages. And eventually, the dinner lady, Mrs. Redrup, she walked through the hall on her way home. She saw me sitting there, and she got very angry. She said, what are you still doing here? You're meant to be in class. Go back to your class right now. So I ran back to my class, and when I got there, there was no one there. It was empty. It was deserted. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do, and I didn't want my teacher to find out that I'd done something wrong. So do you know what I did? I hid. I hid under one of the tables. And it's a bit like that between us and God. The things we do wrong make us want to hide from God. Uh, uh, Our our sin ruins our friendship, our relationship with with God. Uh, It separates us from God. Now, if that was the end of the story, it would be a very sad story indeed, wouldn't it? You know, if it was just... We're all sinful, and sin separates us from God, the end. I I can't imagine anything worse. But the story doesn't end there. Uh, So we've had our three headings, sin, serpent, and separation. But there's another heading beginning with S, and it's solution. There is a solution to the problem of sin. Now, what have we celebrated recently? Shout it out. Seems to be some confusion over what we celebrated. We have had New Year, but before New Year, Christmas. Christmas, the, the, the birth of Jesus. 
God himself coming into the world. And Jesus came to mend the broken relationship between human beings and God. So through Jesus, we can be friends with God once more. I think you'll agree that that is very, very good news. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we recognize that we're sinful when we're honest with ourselves and we look within ourselves and even what we're thinking and our uh, feelings and emotions, we know uh, that, that there's something wrong. Uh, but we thank you, Lord, that despite that, we can have a right relationship with you. We can have a friendship with you that lasts forever through your son, Jesus. And we pray that we won't hide from you. And especially when we know uh, that we've messed up. We pray that we won't hide from you, but we'll turn back to you and uh, seek uh, comfort and strength uh, in you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.